You're listening to 66.6 FM Radio TOVH The Flush Wet men want to love you? Wet men mm. love wet, wet men Wet greasy boys mm. Oh yeah Welcome back to another thrilling episode of The Toilet of Hell Radio Show I'm Joe Thrashenkill We got a full house today On my left hand side or right hand, whatever. We don't actually see each other. It's uh, the 365 Days of Horror, or as we like to call him, Jordan. Jordan, how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. And uh, hey, we also got Breno on this very special episode. Breno, how are you? No right hand, no left hand path, nothing. It's just a round table of, uh, of equal men, such as Arthur's Knights. That's us. That's, that is us precisely. We're here to take on the evils, uh, the great wide tales of the internet uh metal stuff that's what we're here for it's gonna be great it's gonna be a fantastic show we're doing one of those theme shows this week uh where we picked uh we each picked two songs that we declared were our favorites of the year uh and we'll get into all of that we'll do we'll play music on the show and such uh but more importantly i want to talk about something i think is on everyone's minds Uh, a lot of big Big news came down the pipeline this week. Uh, everybody's talking about it. Everybody in the metal sphere knows about it. Uh, I'm talking about um, Chowder, the French Bulldog. Uh, Breno, uh, what are the latest developments in Chowdergate? Oh, yes. Chowder, the French Bulldog, is my younger brother's uh, bulldog. Mm-hmm. And got him as a puppy, got him from a breeder. Uh $4,000 he paid for that fucking Jesus house. fucking Christ. <laughs> but I have been told by multiple people that $4,000 is a is, 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 is a fucking deal for one of these little bastards. The French Bulldog uh, explosion during the pandemic was just so intense. Everybody wanted one on Instagram. Um, they're but not even – it's like a real estate market. They're crashing now. No one wants them. I, I got to throw in a red flag before we continue here. Like, don't get on our asses. We're not the ones that bought the fucking dog from a breeder. You know, no, I didn't do it. Don't tell us shit, okay? No. Take it up with Breno's brother, okay? Yeah, the way <laughs> I see it, these horribly mutated little dogs, they just exist in the world, and now it's my job to love one. Right. So he's here. I can't help it. He was born through a horrible process, and now he's here. So uh, Again, um, do do not get on our asses not, about this. Not my fault. Okay. Go to, uh, go to the pound and get some really mean chihuahua or really mean pit bull. Those are your two options. Yeah. Um, and then put a hat on him and take an Instagram photo, and he he's nice yeah anyway um yeah no chowder is uh uh i've i've known him as a puppy this whole time but he's officially adult sized he's so yoked he's just jacked he's not supposed to be (laughs) this like dense and athletic for his breed usually these guys are, are pudgy um low energy dogs which was a big reason my brother was looking forward to having one because we come from a pudgy low energy family yeah and man, he's a little fucking titan of energy. He is so stoked to be alive. Um, if it wasn't for his like innate breathing problems as that breed, he would he would go forever. It, he just hits a wall eventually. But you know, in the time when the, before that wall gets hit, he's he's absolutely uh, a super clown. So um, I go over there and I get the workout of the century, just absolutely wrestling with him. Uh, moments where I, I'm I'm trying to make sure he does not kill me 
like that kind of fun with a dog. Everybody should have that moment. Brenna, uh, so I mean, we we have the the Breno take on this one, Jordo. Uh, what say you, pro or con chowder? I'm pro all dogs, so oh. I am pro chowder. There we go. Um, I, I have seen uh, some footage of chowder. Um, it seems on the the surface pretty good, uh, although I would like to uh, get a closer look, uh, perhaps see some zoomies in action uh, before I can make a full judgment. Yeah, I mean, I have um, I have plenty of videos of zoomies. It's like my whole. I feel like the best content I have to provide is just chatter content. Uh, <laughs> so if you if you really want anything from me that you'll like, and you know this show, forget it. I don't have anything positive to share here. But if you want positive content, you know, hit me up for for chatter content. I will provide. Yeah. Um, at so, Black Band Shirt uh, in Twitter, as long as that's a thing. Um, what are you gonna do when uh, when Twitter, you know, like a load bearing column of code just gets deprecated and it all goes down? What are you gonna do? I'm then? gonna return. I'm gonna return to Monkey Joe. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to pure ape. Yeah. You gonna re- wash your to monkey? Wash your hair with fresh ju- juices of fruits and stuff <laughs> like that. What? Wash my hair. <laughs> Wash my hair. What do you think the fuck this is? Absolutely not. No. Um, speaking of which, I cut my hair. Oh yeah. Yes, I did. You both. It was, um, so you're both fresh cut boys now. Yes, all three of us. We are the trace cut boys. That's we're, it. We're in our wanna... load era of yep. the podcast. That's right. The sunglasses and the trend and the trench coats are coming on. I, uh, I went to go get a, a tattoo yesterday, and the uh, the owner of the shop uh, came in and is just a kind of a loud asshole, and uh, like to troll. I guess the guys doing their job. He decided to put on uh, Creed, uh, followed by uh, Load, <laughs> like to I guess bother the the heavy metal dudes that are doing tattoos. But jokes on him. I was having a nice time. <laughs> Um, yeah, he doesn't know that we're so irony soaked that that stuff is just like joyous to us now. Yeah, hold me now. <laughs> six feet from. <laughs> just all I can do to like not belt out uh, Scott Stapp voice while I'm getting needles shoved in me. <laughs> Listen, uh, both my songs are Creed, so we're excited to get into this show. I promise. Yep. They're both Creed. Uh, both songs are, in fact, like I don't do this bullshit where it's like, oh, 2022. What was your favorite song? Fuck every year. OK, only Creed. The only year Creed. that uh, that's that those those two albums came out. Those are the years that are my favorite years. And those are the songs I'll share forever. Um, but we did make you um, because we've done this for like yeah. 19 years now. We have made you mm. make other selections. Um, I know. What do you think? Should we play a song first before we get into the big news of the week, or should we just get into the news of the week? What do you guys think? You know what? Let's delayed gratification is what these uh, these fans like most, right? Yeah, they it's, love edging. Yeah, they hate. They're just gooning for the toilet of health. So what is gooning? Uh, gooning is like edging on extreme mode. You should Google it right now. I mean, I'm at home. It's fine. I'm not, yeah, I guess I can Google that. That's okay. No, bring your wife in, and you both check it out. Together. Hey, honey. <laughs> Yeah, good here. There's this new gooning craze sweeping the nation. Um, all right. Well, uh, I guess the the biggest thing is that uh, Metallica um, <clears throat> is uh, is swarming with activity at the moment. 
this may or may not be related to uh, news we got recently that James Hetfield is going through a divorce. Uh, what say wow. you? Uh, I, it, just my my immediate impression is like they're they're announcing new music, and they're announcing a big, big, long tour. Uh, of huge venues, uh, he needs money. That's what I thought. Uh, what, I don't know. What, do you, what do you think, Jordan? Has he bought a motorcycle yet? I think that would confirm if he's in his divorce midlife crisis era. But, uh, I mean, it could also just be a distraction instead of having to deal with real world stuff. Let's hit the road. Let's do two nights in every city playing different songs, which, I mean, this is a good chance to hear some of the real bad later stuff. Oh, yeah. If you've ever wanted to, or maybe the Mission Impossible 2 song. I do like that song. I know. I know you do. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, they have – they're putting out a new album, 72 Seasons, it's called. Yeah. Have you seen the the cover art for that? Yeah, it's very yellow. It sucks. It looks like the fucking Minute Work album from the 80s. (laughs) There's definitely a Kraut Rock vibe to it. Oh, for sure, yeah. But, like, as far as just album titles go, we've gone from – you know, the Black Album and Justice for All. Kill em Odin, all. Death Magnetic. 72 seasons. It's yeah. the time of the 72 seasons of loving. <laughs> How many I'm years sure is there's that? a deep reason for naming it. Oh, that sure. I'm care. sure it's fucking brilliant, too. <laughs> From the, gonna, people, um, the people that brought you my lifestyle determines my death style. I bet it's fucking poetic. <laughs> we're going to science this. 72 divided by 4 is 18. Metallica has been around for 18 years, and that's all. Yeah. It's crazy how time Because flies. 18 years ago, St. Anger came out, and that was the best album. I think it's, uh, I think it's longer than that now that St. Anger came out. So then what does 18 mean? Um, I, I, have they put out 18 albums? No, they definitely not. I, I, I can count. I don't think they've done that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, maybe we'll need to, uh, you know, purchase the deluxe edition of the record to find out the real reason. Um, did you guys We're hear... going to find a really dumb interview and we'll find out the reason. Oh, it's going to be so stupid. Uh, have, have you guys heard the, uh, the lead single off of it? I choose um, not to listen to it. You chose not to listen to it. Uh, well, what did you think, Bruno? It, I, I, I think I very briefly touched on it with you guys in a private chat. But um, Metallica gets closer and closer every release since Saint Anger um, to kind of getting back to the sauce, like the Metallica that people want to be back. Right. Um, there's a few reasons that's not going to happen. Um, they're sixty. Not they're sixty. <laughs> It's not 1984 anymore. Damn it. You know, and that's hard for all of us. Trust me. But uh, a lot of it, I feel like, has to do with guitar tone. I feel like they just buy all these fucking amps that cost $9 million and feel like they have to use them. And they just sound like shit. I mean, Metallica's guitar tone sounds like fucking crap. And it has every album. Every album? Except, like, two of them. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure that if they wanted to, they could repurchase those equipments that they use uh, for those right. two albums. From Reload yeah. and Lulu. Yeah. Um, um, say what no, you I, I don't know, man. I, having listened to it yesterday, I think the tone on load sounds pretty good to me. To, the tone on load is great, actually. No problems. <laughs> 
I have no problems with the tone on load or reload. <clears throat> um, I've, I've a lot of other problems, but not with the tone. Um, but the thing is, like, I I can just tell that their uh, their signal chain isn't saturated enough, man. Mm. Like when they when they go in and they start riffing, when they start doing the chugga chuggas, mm-hmm. it's like it's too saggy, it's too tuby, it's too warm. It just sucks. Because yeah. I, I could tell there's some expensive shit. They've got like a fucking Dumble Overdrive on there or something. And it's... Bleh, 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 bleh. It sounds like shit. We need to uh, force uh, force James to record with a PV Bandit. <laughs> yeah. Enough of this John Mayer ass tone. Yeah. It sucks. Get it out of here. For what it's worth, I thought I like the new song. Uh, I, I do too. I, I, I enjoyed it. I put it into the Toilet of Hell Discord. And I was like, the new uh, Metallica song's pretty good to my ears, in my humble opinion. And they all fucking roasted me. <laughs> yeah, you deserve that. Don't ever, <laughs> never, don't ever share a positive opinion of anything in that place. Never show weakness. So yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I put it in there, and they're like, you know, fucking throwing trash at me, and they're like, they're also like going off, like saying that the guitar solo sucks. I gotta say, I don't hear whatever the fuck it is that you people are hearing. It sounded perfectly fine to me. Kirk Hammond has one. I mean, solo. It's they're all different, but they're all the same. Yeah, Jordan, sure. uh, Jordan, what is your uh, stance on refusing to listen to this? I just don't feel like it. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's partially it's still being bitter about Napster twenty years ago, <laughs> um, and just eh, eh, it's new Metallica. It'll be it'll range from bad to fine. Um, and the only like times I'll ever hear it is if I like actively choose to do it, or if I walk into an FYE, and those don't really exist anymore. So yeah, yeah. it's not going to happen that way either. So I'll listen the to it over, The bitterness over Napster is odd, though, because I feel like that's a that's a war that they definitely lost. They did lose. It was more of the act of doing it, and just, just me yeah. having a long memory and being mad about it. Yeah, but I feel like everybody agrees with Lars now. That like I, yeah, we probably shouldn't have done all of this. Yeah, I, I I seem to see in the underground lately. Like I probably shared my Spotify Wrapped and was immediately unfollowed by seven people. Um, it always happens because I just want to have fun and I'm just I don't care that much anymore. People um, uh, people got real real mad this so this mad season. About yeah. It. yeah yeah um and. Uh, uh, why? Who cares? It's just like I. That's not something I have control over. The, the and genie I'm is sorry to tell genie is out of the bottle, man. Like, yeah, you're n- it's gone. You withholding is not going to fix it. So, I mean, like, what I'm saying is, if you care, like, absolutely give artists money, buy on Bandcamp, go to shows, buy T-shirts, and all that shit. But like, you taking this principled stand and not using the free version of Spotify is not doing anybody any favors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Music is a loss leader now. Sure. It's the actual sound of the music, the thing that you're making that's important. It's the the the, the money has changed to a different uh source, I guess I could say. Like your actual music, that has to be an advertisement for your Twitch channel or something shitty yeah. now. That's yep. just the fucking answer and it sucks and I get that, but or if you're, you know, making metal, it's so that you can sell your guitar tones on what I don't know, Spark or uh, GetGoodDrums.com. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, sucks. Let's play some music. How about that? No, okay. All right. Who wants to go first? Jordan. I love Jordan. We yeah. should pick Jordan go first. Jordan, what do you got? 
I guess we talked about some of the old guy shit so we could talk about the new guy shit. I love the new uh, shit. If people listen to our, I believe it was September, uh, Patreon show, patreon.com slash toilet of hell, I mentioned this song as probably being my top song of the year. Well, it was. Uh, it's the Belgian three-piece band Brutus. Wait, this is a three-piece have... band? Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and the vocalist is also the drummer. Yes. No, get the fuck out of here. Dude, we literally had this conversation. I drink a lot. <laughs> I know. Yes, it's a three-piece band. Uh, this song just randomly popped up on Spotify as like the weekly radar or whatever. And I had known the name, but it was just kind of one of those generic names where it doesn't really click one way or the other um, if you're ever going to listen to it on your own. And I decided to give it a shot. And like I said, favorite song of the year. I really like this. Um, I think this song is a good lesson for people who want to learn how to write like a hit song because it's three and a half minutes long. It has a driving, distinctive riff sound throughout it. The vocals come in five seconds into the song. There's also very distinctive and catchy uh, bridge in the middle of the song. And um, I really like the vocals. Uh, I think there's a rawness to them that we don't get a lot in clean vocals. Uh, And I think in our discussion back in September, Breno, you had suggested that it's because she's drumming while singing at the same time that she kind of has to be a little bit grittier with it yeah I, I think i made mention of like mayor james keaton running around a studio building like a dumbass because some fucking uh you know producer told him to okay. if that happened to me i would just be like you got it yeah. and i'd go stand outside and smoke a cigarette and come back in <laughs> this is all coming back to me now now i'm remembering yeah right. <laughs> yeah it's just like uh there, there's one line where she says for today i am a liar and she like spits out it's like liar and i really like that yeah um Yeah, I think the lyrics are really good with it, too. And there's uh, one part in the song, the lyrics are, I am the silence in your song. And then it later comes back with, I am the darkness in your song that I I really like. It's I think it's like up there with, I bet you think this song is about you. Don't you. (laughs) And just kind of the prescribing these kind of esoteric or metaphoric thoughts but giving it like a human form that like I, I like and kind of identify with and i just really like the whole package man you're really smart yeah every time i like if i if I, you're gonna hear me talk about my songs i'm gonna be like oh, i like the bang bang part yeah um i, 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 just, I love brutus i yeah. love brutus a lot brutus is a fantastic band this this probably would have been my top song if jordan didn't get to it first i i back this song very hard it's a great fucking song for all the reasons you said and more this one's um, jammy i like uh, yeah like you said i like it when her voice breaks that's such a cool noise uh and yeah. she uh she can sing her fucking dick off uh which again like if you want to write a catchy song that that helps a lot <laughs> yeah yeah um, so how about we roll it? Let's give the uh, let's give the listeners a shot here. All right, here we go. Here's uh, Brutus.
Pretty good. Pretty good. Before we move on to the next song, I, I did want to go back to Metallica just for a second and talk about their VIP packages that they released for their upcoming tour with Pantera and, and Mammoth V uh, HW LMNOP. It's and, uh, Wolfgang and, Van Halen. That's, and, what, that's day one. And day two with Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're back to talking about them. We did it. <laughs> and Ice Nine Kills. No. Yeah. Oh, I saw a fucking dork in my neighborhood wearing an Ice Nine Kills hoodie the other day. I was like, no way, they have a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and you just took the trash can and put it over his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the one whale giving them ten thousands of dollars to keep them in business. Um. So like, uh, it's it's been the common thing. Uh, that like with all of the Metallica tours, uh, it's always like, yeah, Lars is the guy that listens to metal, so he's the one that chooses who tours with him. And I absolutely, God, fucking absolutely believe Lars is that's like, so yeah, uh, we got to take Five Finger Death Punch with us. God, that's just all issues with Pantera aside. I would be furious if I tried to buy tickets and only the Five Finger Death Punch dates were available. Like. <clears throat> I know that uh, among our particular niche online, everybody knows and recognizes, like, Phil Anselmo is a racist. Like, that's just what he is. He has been racist, like, for, for a fucking ever. No, he's not. But I promise you, Phil has never done <laughs> anything near as racist as what's coming out of the mouth of Zoltan Bathory at any moment. That guy is a straight-up Eastern European fascist. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I had to pick two, it'd be them. Yeah. And then in the the European tour, it's Volbeat and Architects. <laughs> that, I mean, <laughs> that checks out, yeah. I, feel, I hate Volbeat so much. I feel like Volbeat's the house band for Metallica, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a good gig to have. It is, it like is. Lamb of God's the house band for Slayer. So the, the tickets, obviously, are going to be through Live Nation and Ticketmaster, and we already had that discussion. They're mm-hmm. going to be fairly expensive 
And I think people accept that and they're okay with it. You're at least getting a special musical experience. Even if you've seen Metallica before, there's a good chance you will hear some songs that you haven't heard either in a long time or ever. So price of admission, that's acceptable. But they also release their VIP tickets or what they like to call enhanced experiences. And the prices uh, and what you get are kind of off the charts for some of this stuff. And if you permit me, I'll run through these. Absolutely. So the Frantic package Mm -hmm. uh, is, and this is all U.S. dollars. They named them. (laughs) Of course they did. It's it's all branding. Oh, man. So for $414 to $598, very specific, and price includes tickets to both shows in the same city. Okay. So for wait, the frantic. You get two two shows for this price, then. Th- that's what it sounds like. Okay. Uh, who knows how close your tickets are? You may be up in the nosebleeds. I'm I'm just saying, uh, like that number initially seemed pretty bad, but if you're getting two shows, maybe it's not so bad. Uh, and I mean, this is just tickets. This isn't parking and, mm-hmm. and all the other stuff. Uh, although it may be for some of these. So. For Frantic, you get one general admission floor ticket, so you're going by yourself, uh, with early entry for both shows in the same city. One limited edition Metallica merchandise item. One mm. complimentary beverage prior to public doors. Oh, huh. water. Priority <laughs> merchandise. You're definitely getting a blackened or whatever there. Oh, yeah. No, shitty whiskey. No mixer. <laughs> <laughs> Drink it and get out. <laughs> <laughs> Priority merchandise shopping prior to public doors. Oh my fucking god! You get to buy buy a t shirt for ninety fucking dollars before anybody else. Exactly, and on site perks such as priority check in, dedicated support staff, and a fast track lane into the venue. Ugh. Dude, I've parking. Parking is part of the package, but you. It doesn't say you get parking for free. You just get into park faster. <clears throat> So you could be one of those dorks, like, as the doors open, you're running in like it's a Black Friday sale. (laughs) No one else is. So we have the Seek and Destroy reserved package for Uh $518 to $698. One premium reserved seat in the lower bowl for both shows. One limited edition Metallica merchandise item. Express lane at a designated merchandise stand on site perks. So you get a slightly better seat for an extra hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. I don't know how thrilling that is for people, but it, it is what it is. It will sell. Oh yeah, these these will all sell. Don't get me wrong. I just think it's funny to actually see these things out loud and look at the prices. We have the one enhanced experience for eight hundred thirty dollars to one thousand ninety eight dollars. God. And it's one premium reserved seat in the first few rows of the lower bowl. Party with other Metallica fans both nights at the official Black Box pre-show lounge, which includes three complimentary beverages as well as appetizers and bar snacks. And when I read that, all I think of is the scene from Wayne's World 2 where Wayne and Garth are backstage and they get stuck talking to the nerdy guys. Oh, Man, I gotta say, three complimentary beverages like at the Metallica special bar to hang out with the other guys. They're just gonna be trash like immediately, right? Like, so you get to hang out in a closed space with like the drunkest guys in the entire stadium. 
It doesn't say alcoholic beverage. Oh, that's true. Three Pepsis. Just got to piss yeah. the entire time. Otherwise, you, you got cab. Like, these are like the woo girls of boomer men. Just very, very rough at a show. And along with the other stuff from previous experiences, you also get one MP3 download of the live, uh, live audio from both shows. Jesus Damn. fucking Christ. <laughs> wow. They're giving those out now. Lars has Here's truly the- lost. There's the Moth into Flame Snake Pit experience for $1,038 to $1,398. And you get tickets in the Snake Pit, an exclusive standing section located in the middle of the stage. Because this is a in-the-round show. Uh-huh. So uh, people may be staring at Lars's sweaty back for this thing the entire <laughs> time. Party with other Metallica fans, no. merchandise, downloads, etc. Et Fuck that. I don't want people staring at my fat ass up there. Uh. It's like me, my sweaty fucking arms <laughs> behind Metallica. That sucks. I think it's more We've like, got... the, if you ask me, it's more like the stank pit. What's the You've got two more experiences. <laughs> Jesus what? Christ, no selling me here. Nothing else matters, snake pit experience. And this is really where the doesn't. price jumps. Yeah. For $3,222 to $4,398. These are very specific prices, by the way. I wonder if this is like tax evasion. Uh, so you get one backstage meet and greet experience with two members of the band. They don't say which ones, but I guarantee you it's Rob. It's Robin Kirk. Yep. Which includes a photo taken by the tour photographer. So you get to hover arm them mm-hmm. and a group conversation with members of the band. Band members will vary show to show. No, they will not. <laughs> One production tour led by a Metallica crew member and onstage group photo. Mm-hmm. One ticket to the Snake Pit, party with the fans, two limited edition show-specific posters, one autograph set list featuring all the songs played at both shows, a commemorative city-specific concert ticket. I don't know what that means. Oh, it's a commemorative ticket, so you frame it and put it on the wall in the office that doesn't exist. Uh, one limited edition uh, merchandise item download express lane, et cetera, et cetera. If and you, finally, if you shell ahead. out the money for that, for a group conversation, you owe it to all of us to just punish the band members there. <laughs> like no, they don't have a choice. Yeah. It's going to happen. Oh like, yeah. Just existing as someone who's willing to pay $4,000 to be Metallica, Metallica just inertly does not want to talk to you. No, 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 no. And good reason. Um, Your fucking weirdo is willing to spend $4,000 to breathe nasty breath on a fucking unfortunate soul who has no idea who you are, cares to know. All right, let's let's close it out. What do you got there, Jordan? Let's close it out, Jordan. What is it? And finally, the Lux Eterna platform experience for $7,272. And this price includes up to eight guests. One exclusive viewing platform for a private group of up to eight people with an unbeatable view for both shows in the same city. Platform beverage cooler stocked with complimentary beer and soft drinks. Access to the official Black Box pre-show lounge, which includes three complimentary beverages. So you're just going to be tanked by the end of this. Yeah, for sure. As well as appetizers and bar snacks, so you can have some cocktail weenies with your friends. One limited edition Metallica merch item for each member of your group. Pre-order your concert merchandise <laughs> and have it delivered to your platform Jesus and on-site perks. So this is just eight thousand. So this is just box seating at all of these football venues, right? Like, sounds like it with some drinks and snacks. Yeah. So, okay, that that checks out entirely uh, to me. 
Um, well, what do you say, fellas? Let's let's go in on our our money together, and we'll do it. I mean, we could empty out the Patreon, Jesus, and do this. That's the thing. Like, I I don't touch the Patreon money for a number of reasons. One of which is I don't want to deal with paying taxes. Tax it. <laughs> Uh, so I just leave it there because I don't know what to do with it. But yeah, we should probably buy we should probably buy box seats for one of these Metallica yeah. shows. I think um, we should uh, like uh, let's not do the top tier one because that's reserved for like a cult leader and his seven farm wives. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna like put Metallica shirts over their like trad wife dresses. Uh, and um, but for yeah, maybe what do you think if we were to pick a tier, which one would it be? Uh, we gotta go with the the group. We gotta go with the group punishment. Like I want to, yeah. I want to be uh, contractually uh, enforced to have a conversation with these guys. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I want my money back if they don't talk. To yeah, me yeah. And take I mean, it's a, it's a conversation. It doesn't say it's a conversation with you. So mm-hmm. they could be have the con- be having the conversation, or like someone leads it, like a Q and A discussion, but with no cues. And you just sit there and listen to Rob and Kirk talk about being in Metallica for 10 minutes and then they herd you out like cattle. Uh, that's true. All right, let's let's get on with the music here. We can we can reflect back on this later. Uh, Breno, what do you got? Oh, fuck. I'm not ready. No, I am. Um, so in terms of my my favorite music that came out this year, um, I'm kind of just like that black gaze kind of guy. Like I just, I, I like uh, the Deaf Heavens. I like the Mulls. Um, like the Ghost Baths, okay. So that's kind of more what I, I generally listen to in terms of metal. There weren't a lot of great releases uh, in terms of that stuff this year. That's kind of falling off in terms of a genre. It's just, I don't think it's as cool anymore. Yeah. Deaf Heaven aren't even making it anymore. They're kind of going on to the new thing. So, um, yeah, it's it, it, it's okay. It was a period of time that was pretty neat in music that uh, I still like to dip my toes into. So, the closest I got to it and enjoying something this year was uh, by a fucking amazing Japanese band, and I cannot pronounce this, but I'm gonna try on the air anyway. It's uh, Asuno Joke, and uh, the, the way that you can pick out this album cover for many best of lifts is it's the anime lady laying on the beach with her big anime eyes holding some kind of i don't know glass plate or something some kind of weird orbital orb portal in front of her face um so it's uh the album is called a word i also can't pronounce island it's just called island wait it's an english word Okay, I was gonna say you can surely pronounce that one. Island, yeah. I just uh, thought it was island. I thought it would be another Japanese word. <laughs> but it's called Island. Asuna Joke. A S U N O J O K E I. And the uh the the album I liked for them previously, Awakening in twenty eighteen, was super fucking cool. Um Wishes in twenty twenty was something I completely missed and I have to get into. But Island got on my radar. I, I've listened to that album over and over this year. Um I it, it's definitely one of those albums I've listened to like cover to cover. I just I like it a lot. I like playing it. But if I had to pick a favorite, uh it would be the track Chimera. And I think Chimera is uh it, it just it has this really bouncy 
kind of indie vibe to it it's that a, you don't typically get with this sort of music. I'm going to throw this out here, man. It kind of sounds like if the uh, composers for Sonic Adventure were tasked with making black metal, I think that's yes. what you would get with this. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And one thing as, as a uh, guitar player that I've been trying to get into is, uh, like, like you said, Joe, uh, these, these eastern chord progressions, man. Like That's why it sounds like anime music. It's just like as far as their major chords and their minor chords over there, they're completely different from ours. And the you know the the notes they they hit in a really cool way anyway, in a way that's really satisfying. But it's just different. It's still like it still could be considered like a pop rock kind of vibe still. But it's yeah. just it's so fucking cool. I like it so much. And. uh I guess we could just play it. I I don't really have much else to say. Um, I I'm, I'm way into this band. I can't wait to just keep being a fan of this band. This is the one thing that keeps me going every few years is one of these releases. So uh, definitely enjoy it. It's Asuna Joke with Camara. Here we go.
Asuna Joke. Chimera. Asuna Joke. Fucking Gaijin. Is that how you pronounce that? Gaijin. Gaijin? Fuck. Yeah, you're a Baka Gaijin God. for not knowing that. God damn it. You're a fucking Baka Gaijin. You've even been to Japan. I haven't. <laughs> That's true, I have. I didn't pick yeah. up anything, I guess. With this Metallica tour, it's worth noting that these are all like huge fucking stadiums. Like uh, they're doing two dates in Arlington at Jerry World. And having been to Jerry World IRL and seen the Jonas Brothers perform there, awful venue for seeing music. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's good. I think that if you like music, you would have a bad time seeing uh, seeing these bands uh, at a huge uh, NFL stadium. I don't You're going to get Pantera at that show in Dallas. How many fights are going to be at that show? This is the, the like a black hole of racism right there. <laughs> like it just bores through the center of the earth. <laughs> Just gonna be so many Confederate flags rolling in on everyone's Ford F one fifties. Yep, um, bad bad scene for sure. Uh, I would not uh, I would not recommend uh, being uh, nearby. <clears throat> but you could recommend the song. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Uh, I listened to a lot of music this year, uh, and uh, it, I really struggled with which songs to pick here. For all of like 30 seconds, because I was like, whatever, I've, I've put every song I like on a Patreon mixtape or on the end of this show <laughs> this year. It's fine. You yeah, at the, point of this, at the point of this year, like we just kind of pick them. Yeah. Might, like every time we run this episode, like uh, uh, 20 minutes later, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. I had a way better idea. But you just just pick two great songs, you know? Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is one that uh, has gotten a lot of burn uh, this year. Uh Sonia, uh, which uh, is uh, like real fucking nice trad style, kind of gothic style metal. Um, this is um, this one has has gotten a lot of burn. I I, I, I dig it a lot. Um, have had you guys heard of this this band before? Um, not until you brought it up. I, I was uh, not aware of it. It was wild to see. Um, it's, you know that you had like the voc- former vocalist from Absu there. And, it's, yeah, it's a Melissa Moore uh, who yeah. also did like Rumpelstiltskin Grinder, and um, there's like a super like b- mega brutal blasphemous like death metal band that she does as well that kicks ass. I can't remember it's Cross Spitter, I think is the name of it. So Melissa is just in- incredibly talented, and it seems like she's put it all into this one, which is just so fucking jamming. Um, this record, Loud Arriver, has uh, my favorite song on it, uh, is "Wanting Me Dead," uh, which is uh, again this is this is a record about uh, partially focused on uh, Melissa's uh, gender identity, and this song is pretty straightforward, like uh, politicians, uh, preachers, you know, doctors. Th- these people are all fucking trying to kill me. Uh, and it's a incredibly cathartic song because it ends with like, oh, I'm going to start fucking killing people. <laughs> um, I, I, I really can't recommend this one enough. Um, it's just it's a fucking jammer. Uh, Jordan, did you did you dig this one? Yeah, I think the way you described it was pretty accurate. It's a mixture of like trad metal with like 80s goth pop. Uh, sensibility so while it kind of has that driving heavy metal force to it it's very catchy and i think could appeal to people who aren't necessarily into heavy metal yeah 
Yeah, uh, I think um, given like the right push, this could be like a big, like an actual big band versus like you know a Bandcamp band. Uh, I, I think this uh, this has the potential to go like really far. Um, so let's go ahead and play it. This is "Wanting Me Dead" by Sonia. <laughs>
I hope it's Sonya, not like Sonja. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense, the silent J. Yeah. I, I could see that. Sonja, Sonja. Um, anyway, so um, I figure uh, we're probably like well over time on this one. Do we, want, do we want to just play some more music, maybe? Yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, it's Jordan's turn. Yeah, what do you got, Jordan? Second song I picked is from the band The Halo Effect. Uh, the song is Feel What I Believe. It is the vocalist from Dark Tranquility, Michael Stan, with I think three former members of In Flames essentially making In Flames music. But not like that. Old, <laughs> but yeah, old In Flames. It sounds like Clayman yeah. Yeah. sort of era. It's perfect Gothenburg sound. It is. Kind of. And um and the not irony, but the funny coincidence is that Michael Stan was in Flames' original vocalist when they put out like one EP. So it's kind of all coming together again. And, um, you know, with In Flames kind of sounding as they do now, oh. although th- their latest single wasn't bad. It's better than what they've been doing. But this is, like I said, the Gothenburg Sam, that early 2000s century media nuclear blast type sound where it's in flames dark tranquility sentence soil work that sort of thing and it's just it starts off real catchy with that memorable melodic death metal riff uh i like michael stan's vocals it has that just same bark that goes throughout the song where also the lyrics are fairly clear you can actually hear what he's saying and you can jump in with the finger pointing and yelling along uh, but I, I've been like meaning to, and it's just it hasn't happened. Writing an article, asking like where is the Gothenburg sound or where is the melodic death metal revival? Because just like really over the past fifteen years, we've gotten how many death metal, old school death metal revivals? How many thrash revivals? New metal even had a little moment for a couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> hardcore, same thing. And it's just kind of like, where's this genre? I, I know, like, Insomnium is still doing their thing, Bellacore, Omnium Gatherum. I know they're out there and they're still doing it, but where's, like, the spark? Where is the new bands that are really catching on and kind of doing this thing but making it their own? And it's just, it hasn't happened. And I'm glad that the Halo Effect is still doing this sound and still being really good at it. Well, here we go. Let's listen to some Halo Effect then. Yeah. 
Give Joe. us a song. Am I the piano man? Yeah. Play us a song, you're the Breno man. I wish I wasn't. Play us a Life's song tonight. Life has been so hard. We're I all trying to record a podcast here. Fucking hate podcasting. But <laughs> I'm here and I love it. I'm I'm here to do the thing. Okay, so you know what was like the best metal album in 2022? And I'm just gonna say it. It was uh it, it was White Ward False Light. White Ward False Light. I can't talk. It's White Ward False Light. It's the best album of the year. And the reason is for one track. And one track alone. The best fucking metal track I thought of the year. It was so hype. It had such a driving force. It had this great fucking long intro that was just delaying gratification. Everything about this song was great. The song is called Leviathan. However, Leviathan is 13 fucking minutes. <laughs> I can't play that for this show. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab my next favorite track from the album. And that's like a far second, man. Like, it's just not as good. Please, after the show, go listen to Leviathan. Take 13 minutes. Sit down listen to it. But the, the song I do want to share is Cronus. Because I think Cronus is cool in its own unique way. Um, it's got this really cool, like we were talking about that 80s goth rock sort of vibe. Yeah. And uh, so at the beginning of this track, uh, you know, the vocalist is singing that way. It's like, the bullet leaves the mark. And, I mean, that shit rules. I love it when, um, like, 80s British goth dudes try to sing like Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> there is how- that, that specific voice that a lot of them do have where it's, Burn, burn down the hot topic. I wonder how yeah. Bela Lugosi is doing right now. <laughs> I, I've heard he's dead. No! <laughs> Yay! Now that's goth. That's um, fucking goth as shit. Well, uh, folks, uh, you're going to have to do it on your own time. Uh, listen to Leviathan. But in the meantime, we can we can listen to, uh, is it False Light? False Light is the name of the album. Oh. So listen to False Light in its entirety, starting okay. with Leviathan. But... Uh, my second favorite track from False Light is Cronus. So here's Cronus. The bullet hits the mark. There is no way back. We live in the dark. Torn to shreds. The light is no longer bright. And justice is never served.
it was the the White Wards uh, with Cronus, uh, a song that is not as good as Leviathan, but Leviathan is too long for this format. So there you go. There you go, and that's it. I'm now done with music He's for done. the year. I had to make I had to make my two choices. It was uh, it was really easy when you have the deadline. Yeah. If if you guys gave me like months to figure it out, I never would have figured it out. Never. But it was like, oh shit, the show is this week, so I had to figure it out, and that's those, those are my two: Asuna Joke, Chimera, White Ward, Leviathan, but Cronus for the show, and that's okay. That's all right. There's no so, issue. There, there you go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's the thing. Like with this, it's all whatever you're feeling at the the current moment. Um, there's a bunch of songs I really love this year. Uh, I probably put them on this show or on a Patreon uh, mixtape or something like that. Uh, but there's there's one uh, record in particular that I think I've listened to more than any other by far. Um, and I'm picking one song from it. And again, calling it a song is maybe even a little bit generous because this is an art record. <laughs> it's It's not really like songs or whatever. Uh, this is a, this is there's this fella, okay? Uh, by the name of Bill Orcutt. Um, and if you're into noise, uh, you might be familiar with his work in the 80s with Harry Pussy. Uh, did you guys uh, get really into Harry Pussy? Everybody's locking off right now. <laughs> <laughs> we lost every listener at this point. Watch the, watch the statistics. <laughs> uh, but uh, he said, this one is, is not a noise record. It's, you know, if you're familiar with like Steve Reich uh, music for however many musicians is on that record that you studied in art appreciation class. Uh, this is, his record is called Music for Four Guitars. It's him with four guitar tracks that he spins in and out against each other. Uh, for my money, this guitar tone is the best guitar tone you can get. I don't think there is any tastier, tastier tone. Better uh, than Metallica's? It is better than Metallica's. No. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, wow. This one is, uh, well, it's just one piece of this, you know, 14 song uh, record that kind of goes in and out uh, and in and out and in and out. So it's just one selection of it. But uh, I like it a lot. All those guitar notes sound real fucking good to me. Uh, This is called Two Things Close Together. Uh, It's by Bill Orcutt. Let's listen to it right now.
There you go. You, it's artsy. Fuck you. <laughs> that's all the songs, man. That's everybody's songs, right? Yeah, that's that's all the songs. We did it. We made it. So on this show, we gave you our favorite songs of the year. And next week, we are going through the favorite songs of the general mouth-breathing heavy metal public as we are listening to the top YouTube metal songs, oh, which is always a really fun show. And it always makes us feel incredibly old when we see some of these bands we do not know having 60 million listens, hundred thousands and thousands of stuff. And we just go, oh, yeah, I think I've seen their name on a poster before. Oh, God. It's I mean, it's not a fun show to edit, but it's definitely a fun show to listen to. Yeah. By far <laughs> the most alienating experience of the year for for me on this one. It's like, oh, oh yeah, I'm dying. <laughs> really out of touch. Um. And I would say that uh, everybody in the comments below or anyone who hears this, wherever, just to let us know what are your favorite songs of the year. I don't want to hear albums. I want to I want to hear tracks. Yeah, like, please. Put, uh, nobody has the time for a fucking album. One song. Yeah. One song. <laughs> two uh, songs. We had two songs. They have two songs. Give us two fair. tracks, two different albums. Let us know what were the best this year. And uh, we'll we'll discuss them. Maybe we'll discuss them. Maybe. What if we discuss them? That'd be cool. Maybe give the people something to look forward to. Maybe we'll Maybe. we'll see. We'll see. No promises. No promises. <laughs> All right. If they're really good, we'll discuss them. If they suck, like we know they will, forget it. Yeah. Do not bring any weak shit here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll never let you listen to the show again. Exactly. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, also, if you want to send us uh, things, uh, you can uh, DM us or whatever for our addresses. And we'll open up uh, whatever you send to us on the show uh, for whatever show that one is. Jordan, which show is that? It's in two weeks. Two weeks. There you go. So, uh. Ooh, it's coming up. All right. So on Twitter.com, if that is still a website, in the meantime, we have Joe Thrash and Kill for Joe. Uh, we have Black Band Shirt for myself. And then, of course, the person who should get the most presents, 365 Days of Horror for Jordan. Um, send us a DM, and if you don't creep us out, maybe we'll give you the address. Yes. Um, and uh, aside from that, uh, subscribe to the Patreon, join the Discord, do all of those things. We'll see you next time. All right. See you next time. Bye. Keep it metal, bros. Bye. You're listening to 66.6 FM, Radio TOVH, The Flush. Uh, this is Gooning, uh, according to UrbanDictionary.com, presented by one Dave Mustaine. Gooning may be most simply defined as that state usually achieved after a prolonged edging session when a man becomes completely hypnotized by the feeling radiating his penis. Since a gooning state can only be achieved after edging, the man's dick will have become mightily aroused at this point, and every caress the male genitals are subjected to will trigger potent elation. As the man keeps edging and thus keeps experiencing intense pleasure, he enters a state of trance where his mind intimately merges with his cock. The gooning state where he and his dick become one. To be even more accurate, when the gooning state is achieved, the man's body becomes, for all intents and purposes, an appendage to his erection. When this state is achieved, the male becomes freed of all social codes of conduct, and his arousal alone 
dictates his reactions. As a result, a gooned out man will become very expressive and demonstrative. He may become very vocal while his body and face might take on an undignified expression and poses. All in response to the intensely exquisite caresses his penis is exposed to. Hence the term goon. Since at this point, the man effectively looks a silly, foolish, or eccentric person. Gooning is not a narcissistic manifestation. Narcissism is extreme selfishness with a grandiose view of one's own talents. Rather, gooning is closer to a meditation experience where the mind and body align focused on a single thought or feeling in this case. <laughs> By Funky Jerker, uploaded February 10th, 2012.